welcome to Shelly Has Opinions, the hit podcast where the Chatfield girls try and guess their shy sister Shelly's opinion on a variety of topics. My name is Holly Chatfield Flanagan, and with me is Shelly Chatfield Allison. And finally, we have Julie Chatfield Miller. And there's no experts today. And Casey Jr. cried at the bat. Is that how that goes? (laughs) Casey Jr. (laughs) Is he playing? Are are they playing against the Thomas the Tank Engine team? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. uh, uh, Where does Thomas live? Oradon. (laughs) (laughs) I like yours better, though. Anyways, yeah, it's just us three girls, and I want to say a very happy Halloween to all of you and all of the Shelly gang. In a few days hence, it will be Halloween, and that means it is once again time for the annual Chatfield Halloween resolutions. We've done this every year of our entire lives, beginning from (laughs) the moment of my life that was first the moment to now. (laughs) It makes it sound like you were born on Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) But I thought we would go over our resolutions from last year and see how we did. Would you guys like to do that? Sure. Yes. Wonderful. So, uh, Julie, yours was to have better and more legit Halloween decorations and leave them up all year. (laughs) You had just moved to Virginia from New York State. And how did you do? Well... Apparently, I forgot about that instantly because I t- I took them down. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what was I thinking? But were they better and more legit? Well, we did put up some uh, garlands outside nice. that our mother made with my children. Um, and then it has rained a bunch. So it looks like they've been up all year. <laughs> nice. <laughs> fun. And you know what? They are more legit. Congratulations. You did it. (laughs) You did it. Julie, I think you've been the most successful the the last couple years running. I am pretty cool. So (laughs) Well, Shelly, I I, we haven't gotten to yours and mine yet. And so maybe we are more successful and we probably will be, especially me. So would you like to know what yours was, Shelly? I feel like I, I I think mine was pumpkin, more pumpkin in life, and also carved pumpkins. Good. Holy cow, did you re-listen to it or do no. you just remember? I remember this. <laughs> Is that because you thought of it every day of this yeah. whole entire year? It's because I tried to hold that in my heart <laughs> all year long. <laughs> How did it go? Um, well, guess what? It's it's hard to come by pumpkins most seasons of the year. So even <laughs> though I tried to carve other squashes throughout the year, zucchini, acorn squash, butternut squash, it's not quite the same thing. So I, I didn't improve that much on my pumpkin carving, but I did I did think about pumpkin a lot, and I did buy pumpkin a few times during the year just to have around that, like a can of pumpkin just in case. You should have carved that. <laughs> Just carved a little jack-o'-lantern face in the pumpkin can. That's true. I should have, but I didn't. So, I mean, I did think about pumpkins a lot more than you would expect, <laughs> but, but I didn't. I didn't become an expert carver, and I didn't like eat as much pumpkin as as, as I was hoping to. 
Well, maybe you can think about that for your resolution for this year, but don't say it yet, okay? Okay. <laughs> okay. So mine was to learn everything about cryptids and open a cryptid university. <laughs> oh, that's right. How'd that go? Every time I saw a book about cryptids at the library this year, Holly, I did think of you. <laughs> I also thought of you every time I saw cryptids. <laughs> so you inspired us. <laughs> <laughs> to think about me, which is all I ever want anyone to do. <laughs> so how'd you do? How's your university going? Well, here's the thing. I did learn a lot about cryptids so much so that I felt that I could give myself an accreditation for a university. And I did. I bestowed that upon myself. <laughs> so how many students has your university had so far? Well, let me describe my building first. It does have the sign up top that says Cryptozoology University, baby. <laughs> Just like I promised. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um and and underneath it it has our school motto and I translated it from Latin to English so I could read it to you guys because I didn't want you guys to feel bad that you don't know Latin like I do. Thank okay. You. That's very That's, kind. That is considerate. What it says is find a cryptid by graduation or we'll eat our hat. <laughs> That's a very nice slogan. I bet it sounds beautiful in Latin. <laughs> it does, but um, we've had many students and they've learned a lot about cryptids. And the problem is, is that none of them have found a cryptid yet. And so um, I'm coming to you from the hospital just for two years in a row. Last year, it was because I cut off a centimeter of my body every day. And this year, it's because I've had to get my stomach pumped 364 days of this year. Oh, no. I've been eating so many hats. Your hospital and hat uh, budget must be through the roof for this college. Maybe you should invest in uh, candy hats for the coming year. Well, uh, I, I have been thinking about it, but... Uh, Part of the reason I'm also coming to you from the hospital is because I have also received some burns because I did burn down the university for the insurance purposes. Oh, no. I don't think you're supposed to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a crime. <laughs> well, what was a crime was that nobody found a cryptid. I just wanted them to so bad. And I thought if I wanted it bad enough, it would happen. And it didn't. You're right. That is the real crime. <laughs> <laughs> but I also like that one year and that's it. <laughs> that's all the chances one your school done. got. <laughs> well, I did have every single person in the United States, the continental United States, attend my university in that one year. There was so much excitement. <laughs> oh, wow. But what about all the coming humans who will be born? Bad news. They are cryptids. <laughs> Well, it seems like it'll be really easy to find them from here on out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Too bad your school won't still be open. (laughs) There's also no more hats. The hat population has gone to zero. Extinct. Oh, no. (laughs) My son will be heartbroken because he has one hat he wears every single day. (laughs) Well, now it's gone. (laughs) I bet you can't find it. Yeah, anymore. It's been been eaten and then pumped (laughs) out. In the back of the hospital is just this huge 
like pile of semi-digested hats. Gross. Oh my gosh. So gross. That's perfect for Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> They've decorated for Halloween all year too with disgusting <laughs> hats. But the nice thing that they did do for me is because I have brought so much money into the hospital with my bills that um, they did let me rename the stomach pumping wing the Cryptozoology <laughs> University. Bang, bang. <laughs> <laughs> it was very convenient they had a whole wing dedicated to that yeah and it, that's also very generous of them that's very kind <laughs> so i think there's been various levels of accomplishing our resolutions this uh-huh, year uh uh-huh. what are some that we have for this coming year julie are you feeling any certain way i am first of all i want to say welcome back to me i've been gone for weeks on end, and I've just been so missed, and uh, <laughs> and everyone's so glad that I'm back. We shouted you out every episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I wasn't on every episode, and now I'm back, and I'll never miss another episode again. <laughs> I just, I just missed it so much, you guys. We did miss you. Is that what you wanted to hear? Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> But I do have a good goal for uh, a good resolution for this year. What is it? It is bat reality awareness. I'm going to spread it through this country. Uh, Because I saw a meme uh, or something. Where did I see this? That was somebody reading a story to their child that was all about bats, like a nonfiction book about bats. And halfway through, the kid was like, bats are real? Because they they thought uh, it was just like another spooky thing that somebody made up for Halloween, like ghosts or witches or something. Oh, yeah. Huh. Uh, And uh, so I, I told that to Corbin, my handsome husband, in front mm-hmm. of the children. A while ago. And then today I was talking about bats and Ruby was like, bats aren't real. (laughs) No, but they are real. And she's like, no. And I'm like, yes, they are real. And she's like, what? So (laughs) I think I need to, number one, not spread false information. Uh And number two, I'm going to go around the country on a speaking tour uh, telling all the children of the world that uh, bats are real and they live uh, year round. <laughs> are you going to have like different examples of bats, like cages with cool bats in it? No, not cages. I'm going to let them fly free. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> that nice. would be bat cruelty. So I'm going to uh, put bats, <laughs> I'm going to let them ro- uh, roost. Is that what bats do? <laughs> Yeah, um, sure. sure. <laughs> Under the chairs of a select few in the audience. <laughs> Fun. There's a prize waiting for some of you. Everybody look under your seats and then they'll look and then the bat will fly out in their faces. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll know they're real. <laughs> Rabies for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> You uh-huh. should make sure to include some flying foxes in that because I've seen those in real life. I've even had one on my uh, front porch, and they are wonderful. Was that in Australia? Yes. <laughs> Holy cow. Australia, I love you. They are great. 
speaking of I love you, Shelly, I love you. What's your resolution? So <laughs> I I did a thing the other day that I've had stuck on my mind <laughs> since then, which is I was taking a BuzzFeed quiz, as one <laughs> does, which is like, just check off as many of these like classic horror movies as you've seen. And so I was doing this quiz and my son was looking over my shoulder and he'd be like, what's that movie about? What's that movie about? What's this movie about? And so as I was going through and clicking ones I'd watched, but he was asking mostly about ones I hadn't watched, but I still knew mostly what they were about and like what happens and why it's scary and blah, blah, blah. And I realized like I have gleaned a lot about horror movies from like pop culture and just the world around me, but I have seen just very few of these classic horror movies that like other things, you know, like are based on and and just are mentioned a lot. So I feel like my resolution this year is going to be like, I need to consume, actually consume more horror, (laughs) more horror movies and books. I think I'm going to like scare myself into pop culture knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That's extremely doable and will be useful to you in the coming resolutions because by then you'll know so much more about frights and horrors. (laughs) Yes. So I've, I mean, I've already started this year. I've seen a horror movie so far I haven't seen before, which is an Abbott and Costello, um, hold that ghost. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, It was classic. Abbott and Costello, uh, and very funny, and something that I learned that my husband watched, like he said, probably 15 times growing up, <laughs> which is Cuckoo Bananas. <laughs> uh, but, and I'm, and we're going to watch this year, uh, The Shining on yeah. Halloween night. Spooky. So, yeah. So then from here on out, I don't know. Well, I, I mean, I'll just go crazy. <laughs> just like the guy on what, what movie did you just? <laughs> The Shining? Yeah, it's like Twilight. <laughs> that's, not, that's not what you just said. They oh went gosh. crazy in love. <laughs> Shelly, do the Beyonce dance. Uh, I am. <laughs> you just can't hear me doing it. <laughs> um, well, my I've been thinking a lot about my resolution. And... It finally came to me solidified uh, last week when my daughter Lucy dressed up for a scout pack meeting as a miner, (laughs) M-I-N-E-R. She used a Minecraft pickaxe. She has a shirt that says 49 on it for some reason. (laughs) Cool. And I'd been circling around this for a while, and I finally realized that what I need to do is... I found out that there are um, tattoo pens, kind of like Sharpies, but like like you can use them to make tattoos on your arms, but they don't last forever, but they last longer than... So it's like a temporary tattoo marker. Yes, but like more so. Like more henna, less Got temporary it. tattoo. Got it. And I think what I need to do do is finally do what I've been wanting to do for quite some time, and that is to get every single Scooby-Doo villain tattoo penned on my back. Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Classically, Minor 49er is one of the classic Scooby-Doo villains, and um, I just, 
I think it's time. I think I'm ready. You know, I, I've matured, I've grown, and I've studied the Scooby-Doo oeuvre very hard. <laughs> That's true. I mean, you're very well-versed. Thank you so much. That's so nice of you to say, and it's really true. And and the reason that I um, am so well-versed is because while I was supposed to be, uh, like, watching the Cryptid University baby students um, <laughs> take tests, I had, like, my, like, cryptid textbook open on the desk, but inside was a Scooby-Doo um, encyclopedia. um that i mean that must be a huge encyclopedia because scooby-doo has had like shows running since like the very very long time i can't remember exactly (laughs) but a while well i will be putting um the episode numbers and um premiere dates uh of all the villains underneath very small um (laughs) under each villain of my tattoo so you'll be able to do that too you'll be able like next time like next summer when you and i are by the pool and i'm sending it out Uh and um you'll be able to just study up (laughs) i feel like though they're they will all be have to be um slightly microscopic there's been a lot of (laughs) scooby-doo villains i just have a huge back Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you forget Holly's back is like two yards by four yards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited to see this like living mural that will be on your back of villains. Now, does this include uh, bad guys that are in like Scooby-Doo storybooks? Because I've been reading a lot of Scooby-Doo books to my kids lately. And what about comic books? Yes, too? there is a crossover, also TV specials, um, also uh, straight-to-home movies. Uh, <laughs> Including all the Scooby-Doo team-ups? Yes, yes, mm-hmm. there, there will be that. I'm very proud of this idea, and um, it's only going to cost me about, I've, I've estimated about $4 million <laughs> in tattoo pens and <laughs> artistry, because you know your girl can't reach some parts of her back. <laughs> Only some, though. I would love to see You'll you be draw, able to do most of it. draw a picture on the parts of your back that you can reach. <laughs> <laughs> well, Shelly Gang, this has been our Halloween resolutions, but I think really what you came here for is the topic for this week, which you know, but Shelly doesn't. The Shelly Gang read it on the way here. On the way here? <laughs> like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Thank you for joining us all from across the nation. We each have a team of fans here sitting with us quietly, so quietly. (laughs) Shelly, are you ready for this topic that was suggested sort of by Julie's husband, Corbin, producer emeritus? I am ready, especially because Corbin is so handsome. (laughs) Shelly, today's topic is... Murder mysteries. <laughs> I was really hoping you'd stop after that first word. Okay, well, that's the problem, is that Julie's told, Julie told me that Corbin did suggest murder as a topic because we do frequently talk about murder, uh-huh. like famously in our um, potluck episode. Uh-huh. Uh, and he gave us, he gave me some pros and cons. He was like, pro, uh, or he was like, con, Murder is uh, morally wrong. Pro, 
You get to watch the light leave someone's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a dreamboat. <laughs> he really is. <sighs> he just gets it, you know? <laughs> he just... He's so in touch yeah. with his feelings. <laughs> Shelly, will you please define what a murder mystery is? Because uh, Julie texted me earlier today and there was some confusion at her house. And I just want to know if you're on the same page that Julie and I were. Oh, no. I haven't had to do this in a while. I don't know if I know how to define things anymore. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, a murder mystery is a, a story of some kind told in a variety of mediums where there is someone has been murdered, no one knows who'd done it, and then someone or a group of someone's have to figure it out, catch the criminal, stop the crimes. Well, the crime's already been done. <laughs> there are some times where they, the murderer keeps on murdering. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's so. <laughs> so, Shelly, bad news. You were on the tip with Corbin and not with Julie and I, you were thinking just like any story that involves murder and mystery. Julie and I were thinking specifically the party game murder mysteries. <laughs> well, you should have been more specific. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why I brought the definition back. In my mind, those were included in the variety of mediums. <laughs> You're more inclusive than me and Holly, but that's always the case. <laughs> yes, that's you're so nice, Shelly. So inclusive of murder. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be doing the pro reasons why you should like murder mysteries. Julie's going to be doing the anti reasons why you shouldn't. And there's no sister expert because this is a whodunit murder mystery. <laughs> <laughs> One of us will be dead by the end of the episode. <laughs> no, no, the expert's already dead. <laughs> oh, the expert's already dead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when will I get my cue card to say the interesting facts about my character then? <laughs> You're going to get that from between the lines of mine and Julie's points. Oh, fun. Fun? <laughs> it's a double murder mystery. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, is Shelly trying to figure out if, which one between you and me, Holly? <laughs> no, I was just kidding. It was just a joke for funsies. Oh, but I actually did murder somebody. <laughs> <laughs> was it one of our sisters? Well. Now you have to figure it out. That's the mystery. <laughs> so it's mystery on mystery on mystery here on Shelly has opinions today. <laughs> well, Shell, are you ready for my reasons why you should like them? I think so. Let's hear it. Okay. I hear the I hear the hesitance in your voice, but trust me, uh, I I've got it. I've got you. Okay, Shelly? Well, I'm just so scared. <laughs> Perfect. Shelly, I think you should like murder mysteries because they have much fewer rehearsals than community theater. <laughs> um, we come, we each of us come from a theater background, mostly in school. And as adults, it is harder to get into the theater spirit because as wives and mothers and people who have jobs and things like that, it is hard to find time to rehearse a play. And a murder mystery can give you all the benefits of a play without the rehearsal time. And Shelly, I know how you love to do things off the cuff. <laughs> yes, you know me so well. <laughs> and so that's my first point, is that you should like them because 
they they don't have as many rehearsals, but you still get that buzz, that acting buzz. Uh, I, and when you say fewer rehearsals, how many rehearsals would you say are typically included in, in one of these murder mystery games? Well, I myself have participated in only one murder mystery. Uh, our sister Carly has participated in 5,000, maybe. But she's maybe. not here. She's not here to talk about it. So I just She's can maybe go- dead. <laughs> it depends on if Julie killed her or not. <laughs> Carly, if you're out there, I hope you're okay. (laughs) The murder mystery that I went to actually had no rehearsals, which explains why everyone was kind of bad at it. (laughs) Then maybe that sounds like a con point, like no rehearsals (laughs) and it stinks. (laughs) I Okay, I lied. Everyone was not bad at it. I was really great at it. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. (laughs) But that is my first point. My second point is that you discover who your true friends are, a.k.a. the non-murderers. <laughs> so if you, in, in a, one of these games, are the murderer, you are just a, a uh, fake friend. <laughs> you're, you're, you're immediately poser. alienated from all your other friends. Oh, no. <laughs> so uh, in this one murder mystery that I did, I was the murderer. <laughs> so you're a bad friend. <laughs> well, I did discover who all my true friends were, which was everybody else, because they were all the non-murderers. Oh. Which was good, because it was a, a room full of people that I really liked. So they were my true friends. And I love anything that tells me who my true friends are. You know, <laughs> yes. But if you were also the best one there, is that why they all were still your friends? She just because... has non-talented friends. Got it. <laughs> they just were so no. awed by you. They were like, "We, you know, we can forget that you murdered somebody. <laughs> we, we love you in spite of that." <laughs> well, I didn't say I was their true friend. I just said they were mine. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm glad we got that straightened out. Well, my next point as to why you should like murder mysteries is that they explore all of the places in your friends' houses that you don't usually get to go, a.k.a. the basement slash wine cellar. (laughs) A good murder mystery is the cask of Amontillado. And Uh um, there it features a wine cellar. And I don't have any current friends who have wine cellars, but I am trying to befriend the protagonist antagonist of that story (laughs) (laughs) uh i mean that's great that is a great story so i approve (laughs) murderers gotta stick together you know (laughs) (laughs) um so but really truly i love being able to explore and find clues in my friend's little daughter's bedroom (laughs) what's happening there (laughs) Oh, wait, this isn't really her bedroom. This is the ballroom for now. Uh-huh. But my friend's daughter doesn't usually invite me into her room, but that's how I get to see, like, her dollhouses, her shopkins, um, her <laughs> Hot Wheels, you know? I would mostly be, like... This this is definitely for me if it also includes some maybe clues in people's medicine chests. <laughs> I forgot I that. I love about to you. go. I love to go peeking around in there. <laughs> I see poison. Uh so so I like that. 
honestly, I'm not much of a peeker in people's houses. I don't really care for that. But what I do like is just having access. I'm all about access, VIP access. (laughs) You love love to just be able to like go wherever you want to go. Do whatever you want to do. <laughs> and that's why I don't like escape rooms, because it's not about, like, the finding the clues in the place with walls. It's about, will they let me in? And of course they'll let me in, because I've got that money, honey. But <laughs> money doesn't mean anything to a four-year-old, you know? I mean, maybe. <laughs> but I also don't think they would be charging you to see the Shopkins. I think they, <laughs> they like to do that service for free. <laughs> So that's why I like murder mysteries. Another reason is you should like them because they dig into your closet and your heart to find the elements of your character that you that are already within you. What? Yeah, I really want to know what all of that means. <laughs> Generally, people who put on murder mysteries and attend murder mysteries are not going all out on uh, costumage, and they are not... Uh, uh, hiring a tailor and saying, make me your finest top hat and tails because I am playing a professor with a monocle uh, (laughs) in in two weeks. (laughs) Oh, man. That'd be cool, though. (laughs) That would be cool. But what is also cool is that I can look in my closet and say, what do I have that could be a professor? Do I have the tweed jacket with the elbow patches? I do. Do I have uh, uh, short shorts? Really <laughs> short shorts. <laughs> is, is that the look uh, professors are rocking these days? Tweed jacket, <laughs> short short cutoffs. Monocle. Monocle. <laughs> yes, it is a professor of physical education. Oh. <laughs> That monocle, you'd think it would pop out when they were jogging, but you'd be wrong. (laughs) It's a sports, it's a sports monocle. (laughs) It's got the strap that goes behind your head. (laughs) It's mostly for eye safety, but just the one eye. (laughs) But you can dig into your closet, but you, you can also dig into your heart to see what of this character do I already have in me. Now, I may not be a professor. I also may not like physical education, but what I do have is the drive to get other people to do what I want. (laughs) (laughs) So you really, you're finding maybe unique, creative ways to connect with your character. So if you are the killer like you were at the murder mystery, how do you connect with that part of a character? Do you go full method? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's Julie. That's what Julie okay. does. Okay. But what I did was say, I've done things in my life where I don't want people to know it, but they're getting too close to the truth. And how did I how did I keep them away? How did I keep them at bay? How did I keep them bay bay? Uh-huh. <laughs> it sounds like maybe you burn buildings down to keep, <laughs> keep people away from the truth. <laughs> I think it's fun. I think it's it's fun to play a character and you don't really have to you can go as hard or as soft as you want on this character outside and inside and I of course went hard outside and inside. <laughs> I feel like also based on our family's history of um making movies together as sisters, you probably also went very heavy on like 
bronzer <laughs> to, to, to bring your character to life. <laughs> that is something that I frequently do when having a character. However, this, I was an albino professor of physical education, and uh-huh. therefore I actually went less less melanin than more. You know, okay. an anti bronzer. Uh-huh. It's what's called a bleacher, a skin bleacher. <laughs> Which is good because I also had a set of bleachers put into my friend's house for me to hide the body. <laughs> Did you run an actual like PE class to get everyone like in the mood? <laughs> I didn't, but that's because I actually don't know anything about physical education. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> so I have one final point to why you should like murder mysteries. And Shelly, I wrote it in all capitals. Okay. You get to use your brain in a social situation so you don't do nefarious psychology to entertain yourself. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I I am like now have thought of like three different things that that could mean, but I want to hear what you actually mean. <laughs> so as I said, I'm a handful. I, oh, I, I said it between the lines earlier. <laughs> My whole life, really. Sometimes in an unorganized social situation, I sometimes get bored and then start running experiments on people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, mad I scientist. am dying of curiosity. <laughs> Yeah, so I want to know how you react to a topic that you don't know anything about, and what does that say about you? That's interesting to me. And so (laughs) I will do that kind of thing, and that's not good, because people aren't toys, and that is something truly I've had to keep working on for a while. But I remember someone very, like an adult, telling me, people are not your playthings once in my life before. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, that's real. That's extremely real. So uh, I don't do it all the time, but just dependent on the, the company and dependent on the activity, I think it's probably better for me to be in a murder mystery situation rather than not. Got it. You can you can have people actually be your playthings by being together in a play-like situation. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, like, their characters are your playthings. Consensual. <laughs> Yes, consensual playthings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's probably better to play like that than play like, I recently rediscovered my love of the card game Speed. I was teaching it to my children and my husband uh-huh. warned them, you should not play your mother at this game. She will decimate you and then hold it over you. And I did decimate them, but I'm growing. So I didn't hold it over them. I said, <laughs> good try. But then they absolutely said, we will no longer play with you, mom. <laughs> I now wonder if this was some sort of psychological experiment on your children that they didn't know was happening. <laughs> no, I just really wanted to play speed and, and I've burned every other bridge, but I gave, I gave birth to them from my womb and they can't say no to me. <laughs> <laughs> I will say from experience, yes, I don't like playing speed with you either. Your children are smart. <laughs> But Shelly, that's all the points that I have. And I realize now that I didn't talk about like how fun murder mysteries are or like <laughs> or like how people like to get together and be friends and be friendly. I should have said those points, but I didn't because that's not my truth. 
<laughs> yeah, it's like you don't want to be social at a book club, but it also doesn't sound like you particularly want to be social at one of these kind of events. So now I'm wondering in what instances you do like to be social. <laughs> maybe maybe we should find that out someday together. <laughs> Speed tournaments. Oh, no. <laughs> it's It only lasts two hours and it goes through 65 people. <laughs> Speed speed dating. (laughs) Oh, I'd crush at speed speed dating. Oh my gosh, I'd get so many dates and so many wins. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, Julie, Julie, (laughs) save me from myself. Uh, Well, I was just going to say, I went to a book club uh, this past week and I thought of you the whole time. (laughs) So, Julie, why should Shelley not like murder mysteries? Well, I have about 40,000 reasons, but I'll only tell you maybe 40 of them. When I have done murder mysteries, I think I've done one that was like the real way you're supposed to do it. And I didn't really enjoy myself because I had to talk to people. And Uh uh, I'm not into that. You know, like some shows... There's a lot of audience participation. That always makes me squirm because I'm like, don't come talk to me. And I feel like that's all a murder mystery is. <laughs> just just audience participation, but you're the audience, but also the player. It's too much. All the world's a stage, but you wish it weren't. <laughs> is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. And I feel like none of us particularly love talking to strangers. I'm getting better at faking it. And I think that's because I have a Sasha Fierce type uh, fake personality that just is like, I'm going to go <laughs> like, do like it. Like alter ego. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like this is the my alter ego for having to deal with strangers. <laughs> yes. That's how I make all of my phone calls. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I just would like to imagine Beyonce being like, I need to put on my brave face. Okay, Sasha Fierce. That is why. Because she had stage fright. Well, but not like calling the doctor to make an appointment. <laughs> like, Well, you don't know that, Shelly. I mean, I don't. I, I, Me and Beyonce, we're not that close. <laughs> Please apologize to Beyonce. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It's too sad. <laughs> it was too contrite. I can't take it. <laughs> That's the only way I know how to apologize. <laughs> I have so much experience with it. <laughs> the only way I know how to apologize is uh, sarcastically. Sorry. Corbin doesn't like that. (laughs) The only way I know how to apologize is with extreme aggression. I'm sorry! Oh, I don't like that. (laughs) Yeah. I was doing it through gritted teeth, could you tell? Uh-huh. Yes. Is that is that what you did after people discovered you were the murderer at the murder mystery? I'm sorry. No, because I, I tapped into the part of my personality that is a sociopath, and so I didn't feel anything. <laughs> oh. oh, my goodness. Wow. <laughs> Maybe, Julie, you should just go on to your next point. <laughs> well, there's one thing I realized about that point is that the, the murder mystery that I attended, I really didn't know very many people at all, so most of them were strangers, but in theory... 
You go to a murder mystery with all your friends. So maybe you don't have to talk to so many strangers. I know there are places you can go, like, like you know, cool old houses that are kind of like a B and Air, not Airbnb, but just like a bed and breakfasty. but you go to do murder mysteries there. So it is with strangers. Oh, oh. So I think there's like a mixed bag. I don't like that. No, thank you. <laughs> you mean you wouldn't want to like sleep and eat and whatever like just with all the people who are there also having to talk with you in character for like a whole weekend oh my gosh it's like a weekend long thing that's Uh my worst nightmare (laughs) that would be an actual haunted house having to be in character that whole time oh my gosh no and just like the latent fear that i actually will be murdered (laughs) (laughs) as like part of the game or like because people will take the game too far. <laughs> <laughs> no, just because a B&B is the perfect place to be murdered. Yeah, every Scooby-Doo episode is set in a bed, bed and breakfast. <laughs> yeah, Shaggy and Scooby really love the breakfast at B&Bs. <laughs> you will not believe how many books I've read about bed and breakfasts and then somebody gets murdered. Really? I believe it. <laughs> is there... A lot of chiclet about that because in my mind, that's all you read. (laughs) Oh, it is. Well, Shelly, the Lifetime channel is specifically that. (laughs) All about murder? Yeah, and Golden Girls at night. (laughs) Okay. I guess I'm not that well versed in Lifetime movies. (laughs) Okay. You have to play a character when you go to a murder mystery, but you might have to play somebody that you don't like. A character that you just don't vibe with <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sorry i just was laughing because how funny is it that like someone you don't like and then you just have to be with that person for a whole weekend as yourself <laughs> <laughs> like you find your character like morally repugnant like that kind of you don't like <laughs> or just like oh this person's so annoying and i have to be that person i did once in college uh, do a play where I was playing a ditzy blonde, but I leaned into it, even though I tried to not be classified as a ditzy blonde. But I leaned into it because I was like, well, if I have to do it, I might as well go hard. <laughs> In the one that I did, yes. I don't think I would have elected to be the murderer, but I I was assigned to well, it. That goes great for my next point, which I wrote down as, you might be the murderer, or even worse, you might not be. Oh, no. There's only one other option, and that is the murdered. And that's the best one of all. <laughs> yeah, because then you don't have to do anything. I came to this party to just lay here so everyone could ex- examine my body, find clues. If you were the murdered person at one of those B&Bs and you just were, like, laying on the floor for a whole weekend with, like, a chalk <laughs> line around you, that'd be so cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> Here's something that I struggle with, which is keeping track of clues. I have played the game Clue, and very many times I give up and don't try because (laughs) (laughs) I'm so bad at it. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Games of Clue at our house were (laughs) quite the mixed bag. (laughs) Different (laughs) tactics, different people. Yeah. Emotionally fraught, really. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, I would say the five girls we would play with five different levels of <laughs> frustration and dedication to the game. <laughs> Shelly gang, we're laughing because there's an elephant in this room that you don't know about. And it's because the, 
The elephant is that when I start to get bored, I immediately guess. <laughs> and yes. everyone makes fun of me about it. And it's relatively early in the game, always. <laughs> <laughs> My method for for trying to figure out a clue is to just, like, go and be very methodical and uh, try and figure out everyone, like, definitively if it is or is not. And it turns out that's not a great strategy. It's very slow. And I never win. And I always get so mad because I just am not good at that game. <laughs> you, you're you the, like, by the book cop, but you need to be the one who can play lo- fast and loose the with maverick. the rules. And I just don't know how. (laughs) That's why Julie and I are partnered together in the new buddy cop film we're making. (laughs) The quitter and the the tight laced. What's it? What's a phrase that people say? Uh, Straight arrow. But I wouldn't say I was a quitter. I would say I more just an imploder. (laughs) I'm done with this, and I and I will mess everyone else up. Does it mess everybody else up? Not really. (laughs) (laughs) I need to be better at imploding. Shelly, Julie, do you guys want to get together and play some Clue? No, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) I do have Clue at my house. We could play. It's Doctor Who Clue. Ooh. No, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) So, Shelly, you have to keep track of clues. Do they give you a notepad? I don't know. Is it standard issue? For murder mysteries? <laughs> How should I know? They they give you one of those little bags like you used to get at birthday parties that has like a lollipop <laughs> a and like bag. a kazoo and then like a pencil and little notebook. They give you one that is according to your character. So mine was a clipboard and on it it had a white, like a laminated thing for like a whiteboard pen that was just X's and O's. I had to write all my clues in X's and O's. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> like for like a football play or something. Yeah, I was thinking of hugs and kisses. <laughs> <laughs> but I get it. I get it. I already kind of touched on this point. It's too scary. It makes me scared. I don't like associating with uh possible murderers. I think you and I also share a trait that we don't like the feeling of like being chased slash hunted. Uh-huh. And I guess, like, if, like, especially if you were the murderer, you are kind of being hunted until the party's over or someone figures it out. Uh huh. I don't like that. Shelly Gang, what you don't know is that Shelly has brought that attribute out to me. Like, she said it out loud to me, maybe like two or three times in the last month. <laughs> I had a dream, actually, the other night where a sniper was trying to get me. And it was a horrible nightmare. Oh. And so I, th- I think I told Holly about it yesterday. <laughs> yeah. And then you also said that's why you don't like to play laser tag. <gasps> yeah, that's true. That was like, wasn't that like our second episode? Laser tag? Yeah. <laughs> it was one of our, one of our first ones. But uh, I just think it's interesting, Shelly. I wonder if either uh, externally or inter- internally you're feeling hunted. Somehow, because it's on your mind. <laughs> it, it is. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, I I guess I'll have to talk with someone about that because it seems to be coming up all the time. Maybe it's just because it's that spooky time of year. <laughs> Maybe we should just get together in an unorganized social event 
and just see what happens with my experiments. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you know what I just realized, though? Murder mysteries are a great place for people who want to commit murder in the future to, like, practice uh, their alibis, practice their stories, so that they're, like... Trying they so they can see if he, they can get away with it, you know. So they can pass the uh, lie detector test, keep their heart rates down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man, so it's like a blueprint <laughs> and yeah. practice round so for if you go real to a murder murderers. Mystery, there could potentially be a real murderer in your midst, or multiple real murderers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could go to a Burger King, and that could also be true. Yeah, but you don't have to talk to them. Or try to get clues out of them out of everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty cool if you were like, so how's that uh how's that whopper? Also, where were you on the night <laughs> on Tuesday night? <laughs> they were like, here at this Burger King. I'm here every night. And then you look at him side eye and go, suspicious. <laughs> I'll write that down on my clipboard in an X or an O. <laughs> I ended up kind of doing it like binary. That's how I figured it out. Cool. <laughs> I've got two more points. Murder mysteries, if you're into them, but you don't have many friends, they're hard to do by yourself. A murder mystery is a game that you need to play with at least, how many people would you say? Seven? Ten? Eight. Twenty? Yeah, I'd say like like seven or eight people would be minimum. And I don't know if I have seven or eight friends who'd be willing to do it. I know I'm not, so count me out. <laughs> <laughs> that instantly cuts down on the number of people. <laughs> uh-huh. I bet your kids would be super into it, though. Oh, well... <laughs> I would love to see Ruby try to solve a mystery. <laughs> what about if we got all of our kids to do it and um, one of my kids ended up being the murderer? We've recently been playing Dungeons and Dragons, as the Shelly gang knows, and it's just taken over our whole entire lives. <laughs> and if they were pretending to be the murderer, but not the murderer, or, you know, like, mm-hmm. I think they would take it too far. I think my kids would disseminate false clues. <laughs> maybe maybe on purpose, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. I think at least one child named Jet <laughs> would probably not play at all. So <laughs> a man after my own heart. When you're 10, you've got other cool things to do rather than pretend to murder people, you know? <laughs> That's a little kid stuff. I feel like Jet would be into pretending to murder someone just not pretending to be caught. He wouldn't care about covering it up or <laughs> keeping one step ahead of all the people trying to figure <laughs> like, it out. Yeah, I murdered them. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> As for my last point, if you can't figure it out, you get murdered. <laughs> okay, what? that's not true. Yeah, that's oh, no. what happened at the last murder mystery. <laughs> you get punished for not figuring out the crime? Yeah, you get murdered. But that's not true. <laughs> Man, could you imagine if that's how real police work went? <laughs> I don't think anyone would want to be a policeman. <laughs> what about a policewoman? A police person. <laughs> <laughs> There'd sure be a lot less of them. A lot fewer of them. <laughs> Oh, no, the grammar police is here. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
the grammar police would be an amazing thing to to kill someone over if they got it wrong. <laughs> but if you don't catch the criminal, you, the grammar police, is killed. <laughs> don't worry. I always catch the grammar criminals. <laughs> well, Shelly gang and Shelly, I think it is now time for what we've all been waiting for, the opinion of the MVP of this podcast to the most varnished podcaster. Shelly, you're so shiny today. Thank you. Oh, but now you're kind of slipping. Shelly, Shelly, Shelly. Can you oh, no. still? I'm sliding away. <laughs> Isn't that what varnished, varnished things get slippery? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, they're not known for being like super I think duper that's slippery. Like but... waxy, like a waxed floor. <laughs> no, you put wax on your surfboard so that you don't slip off. <laughs> Just that's wax true. my board. <laughs> <laughs> and I and I know that from practical experience watching surf ninjas. <laughs> Anyways, Shelly, what do you think about murder mysteries? Uh, well, you guys brought up so many great points. <laughs> um, and I will say I have participated in one or two. They were both hosted by our sister Carly, <laughs> um, who does love murder mysteries and really like spooky kinds of things like that. And she always was the one who wanted to play Clue <laughs> and wanted to actually have everyone actually play. <laughs> uh, so, so I haven't had a lot of experience with them. I have never gone to one that's at a B and B that lasts all weekend. I don't think I'd like to talk to strangers for a whole weekend figuring out this dang clue, <laughs> this dang mystery. Uh, I would maybe feel a sense of uh, overwhelming dread, <laughs> and not only the talking to strangers, but the fear of like, the chase. <laughs> some, people, some people feel the thrill of the chase, but not me. <laughs> it doesn't matter if I'm the murderer or not. The fear of someone thinking I'm the murderer, possibly, like giving out that vibe <laughs> would make me feel very nervous. Or to the point of where I think, I think when I've done it in the past, I have obviously been very much like giving off, like, I definitely didn't do it. Here are my clues, which make it very obvious. Please, please stop thinking it's me. <laughs> Here are other clues that I made up to make it more obvious. <laughs> I will give you clues other people have given me just so that you won't think it's me for sure. <laughs> which is also kind of how I play Clue. I'm really not great at it. <laughs> I'm not good at the deceit, the, the careful planning, the whatever. It's it's not me. I mean, I like the idea of a murder mystery, and I think in a small group it could be fun. Maybe. <laughs> but I'm not good at that off-the-cuff, no-rehearsals kind of thing. I'm not sure I could embody it, especially if I'm supposed to be giving off the vibe of, like, maybe I'm keeping a secret behind, but I'm also telling you these things that the card is telling me to say or whatever. Um, I'm also not great at keeping clues straight. <laughs> I also probably would let other people accidentally peek at my clues. I think my husband does that a lot when we do play the game clue. <laughs> he is is a bit of a cheater. So yeah, I think for me, this, this is going to be a no. I do love 
reading murder mysteries. <laughs> uh, and if Hercule Poirot were at a party with me, I probably would enjoy the murder mystery better because I know he'd take care of it. <laughs> he'd, he'd, he'd be on the case and I'd know we were in good hands. And if he didn't, he'd get killed. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, curtain. Uh, yeah, I think for me, it's like, uh, if people, like if other people were not taking it seriously, but like, but kind of into it, I I would definitely feel that sense of dread and fear. <laughs> like that at any moment, I will be <laughs> thought to be the killer. <laughs> and that, that, that I will just give off that air of absolute guilt. Because <laughs> I would feel guilty even if I wasn't the killer. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I feel like I'm giving a lot away on this podcast about myself that's shameful. Just shameful. <laughs> we all did shameful stuff in our own separate ways this episode. <laughs> so, this is like a psychological experiment Holly has done on all of us. <laughs> I mean, it is true that the conceit of this podcast is in part a psychological experiment. <laughs> that's true. So so I think for me, it's going to be a no. No matter how social it is, the, the fear will, will be lying under the surface just waiting for me. Wow, I didn't know that was going to be such a point of anxiety. But. <laughs> well, Shelly, thank you so much for sharing your opinion about murder mysteries. And now we're moving on to a brand new segment called Holly's Book Club. Snacks out of here, Shelly. <laughs> and in Holly's Book Club, uh, we do the thing that my sisters joked about me doing at a book club, and that is I have questions that each person will answer, and if they cannot answer their question, they may not participate in this book club. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Or will we be killed? <laughs> Is it like a murder mystery? <laughs> no, you just don't get to say anything. Okay. <laughs> so uh, today's book in my book club is Ethan Frome by Edith mm, Wharton. I oh, love that no. book. Oh, no. I've never read this book. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get to play. <laughs> Well, I, Shelly, have three questions. You may choose one, two, or three. It sounded like you were saying your name is Shelly. <laughs> Hi, Shelly. I have these questions. You're stealing my identity. <laughs> no. Shelly, which one do you want? Uh, always go for the, the middle one. So two, question two. <laughs> What color is the scarf that Matty Silver wears to the dance? Uh, red. That is correct. Bing, 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 bing. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm glad I got that right, or if I'm not. <laughs> well, you don't have to be murdered now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Julie, one or three? One, because I'm number one. I'm number one. Or should I go with three, because I'm the third child? <laughs> oh no. One, one, one. 
Okay. In what season does Ethan Frome take place? The wintry chill of winter. <gasps> I love it. And for a bonus, just for fun, in what area of the United States does it happen? The Midwest. I'm going to say the Northeast. Also, yes. I was going to say New England, but that those are the same two things. Hooray! <laughs> Shelly, for someone who's not read this book, you're doing great. And I've, I've read it twice. <laughs> but the first time, I didn't like it. I really don't actually want to have a book club about it. I just for sure thought that you guys were going to get the questions wrong, and then I would get to have a segment all to myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, Shelly Gang, it's just a little tiny novel um, written by Edith Wharton. Uh, she also wrote The Age of Innocence, and it is about a, a man in winter, New England, and he is in love with a girl who's not his wife. At the very end, she's the girl is supposed to be taken to a train, and Ethan Frome is taking her. And then she convinces him to instead take a sled at, that has both of them on it and go careening down a hill and not steer it so that they could kill themselves and then be together forever. But then it doesn't work out that way, and the girl becomes paralyzed. And uh, she gets taken care of by Ethan Frome and his wife forever. And it's so sad. This is enjoyable for people to read. <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> um, at the book club that I went to, we were discussing future books that we could read. And all of them were depressing. I'll admit that I first read this book when I was a teen. And this is a perfect teen book because it is angst personified. Everybody <laughs> is miserable in this book. Yeah, if it's a, if it's in New England in the winter, that's the only thing it could be. <laughs> and Shelly, I was so proud of you for knowing that red was the color of the scarf because that is the only color that is symbolic in any book. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, like it seemed it seemed like an standout color of a scarf. It would be weird if it was like and that amazing purple scarf. <laughs> <laughs> that amazing light tan scarf. <laughs> yes. It's the color of sand. It's very, very nice. <laughs> but yeah, so that's basically all the segment that I had planned. I wasn't really planning on talking about the book. I just thought I would stump you guys and then I'd get to just say whatever I wanted. Do you want a moment just by yourself where we, we could be quiet? You could say whatever you want to say. <laughs> Yeah, we'll do that uh, in the wrap-up. How's that? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> okay. This has been our segment, Holly's Book Club. Well, Shelly Gang... It's just me on the mic. If you hear any tittering, <laughs> if you hear any laughter, if you hear any booze or any curse words, <laughs> it's definitely not me. <laughs> it's maybe a ghost. <laughs> Did you guys just hear that? I heard Ooh. someone else talking. <laughs> but it wasn't me. It wasn't me, Shelly Kate. But you know what was me? Oh, get closer, get closer. You know what was me? 
It was me who made the website ShellyHasOpinions.com. That's S-H-E-L-L-E-Y. HasOpinions.com. ASMR. <laughs> and there you can find pictures of Ethan from fan art that I've made. I have recreated all of my sisters as characters from Ethan from everybody's frowning. They're so sad and cold. And we're on one giant sled. <laughs> careening, careening down the hill. And Shelly Gang, there you can listen to old episodes. You can find biographies of us sisters. You can also find our social medias there. You can contact us. You can email us your ideas for future topics. And you can also just let us know if you love just me on the mic. Just only me. Only me. Only me. <laughs> Are you trying to hypnotize us? <laughs> it sounds like it. <laughs> no, I'm trying to make Shelly so nervous because then as I get closer to the mic, I'll say, <laughs> I know it was you, Shelly. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make you nervous, Shell? Actually, no. <laughs> what if I did it? Wait. I know what you did last summer. <laughs> Are you scared? Uh, no, huh? This is strange. We should do that book next time for your book corner. I think that would be great, except for one thing. I haven't read it. So. Mm, I have. Uh, oh, well, well. It's a good thing I'm the only one talking on the microphone in the closing then, isn't it? <laughs> and with that, thank you, and I love you, and goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for coming back, Julie. Thanks for not abandoning us. <laughs>